Hello, friends, and welcome back to Pierre Pressure Podcast. I'm your host, Pierre Dugayan. This is a show where I talk to musicians and gently peer pressure them into talking about politics. Happy New Year, everyone. It is 2024, and this is the first Pierre Pressure Podcast of the new year. Also the first one in quite a while, and this is a special episode, which is a rebroadcast of an interview I did with the Violent Femmes in 2013. So Happy New Year, everyone. We've got a big election coming up. Times are crazy. We all know what we have to do. Let's keep the fascists out of power. Peace. Okay. For this episode, we're going to do something different. I am going to rebroadcast an interview with the Violent Femmes that I took part in with my good friend Michael Messini at East Village Radio, which was an independent radio station run out of a storefront in the East Village in New York City. This interview took place in September of 2013, over 10 years ago, when the Violent Femmes were just getting back together after a long hiatus and starting to do concerts again, and we're going to play at Central Park in New York City. So they were stopping by East Village Radio. My friend Michael, who also went by the moniker of The Coach, which is why he calls himself Coach when you hear this broadcast, Coach had a radio show called Two for Tennis and he interviewed people and played lots of great music and he told me that the Violent Femmes were stopping by the studio and would I like to come and help him with the interview. I jumped at the chance since the Violent Femmes are a hugely important band to me and Michael knew this and he knew that I would be able to uh, add some flavor to the interview. So I showed up at this interview and I sort of took over, which was kind of the plan all along. I had a really fantastic conversation with Gordon Gano, the singer of Violent Femmes, and Brian Viglione, who was playing drums for them, and who is also the drummer of a fantastic band called the Dresden Dolls. And I knew the Dresden Dolls from years before when we had toured together with my band Mellomane. So it was a really lucky coincidence that Brian, who I knew, was now playing drums with the Violent Femmes, one of my favorite bands of all time. So the Violent Femmes were hugely important to me as a kid. Their first album, their self-titled album, Violent Femmes, came out in 1983, and it just changed my life. Every single song on that album spoke to me as if it was written from basically the bedroom next to mine by some kid who was going through the same stuff that I was. I was just learning how to play guitar at the time, And the songs weren't too hard to play, so I learned them all. I was playing them at parties and at church events because I was really involved in the church at the time. And these songs had this kind of skewed take on religion and sexual longing and just growing up and identity. And they were so important to me. And so when I got the chance to actually go into a room and speak to Gordon Gano, Uh, the mastermind behind the Violent Femmes, I was thrilled. And this was a tiny room, by the way. It was uh, about the size of a closet. So it could have gone any way, and it turned out that I really hit it off with Gordon Gano and with Brian Viglione. So this was a really fun interview, and it really meant a lot to me. And I want to thank Michael Messini for making it happen. And I hope you guys enjoy my conversation with the Violent Femmes.
Good afternoon, Two for Tennis Show here on East Village Radio. This is the coach. I am joined here with my wonderful guests, the Violent Femmes. I've got Good Gordon evening. and yes. Brian here with me. Welcome to New York, gentlemen. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank yeah. you for joining yeah. us here on yeah. Two for Tennis. Pierre, hello. Hello. My distinguished guest, Pierre Great Guy. To be here. And, uh, you know, I've heard a lot of things going on in the background here, talking about Gigi Allen. I've heard talk about some French music, but <laughs> we are here to find out what's going on with you, gentlemen. I know, of course, you have a show coming up here. Maybe we should start at the top um, to tell our listeners um, to mark that in their, their date book. So Thursday. This we, Thursday, yeah. yeah. Cool. We're at playing uh, Central Park. Um, Rumsey Playfield. That's, right. that's the name that's coming popping in my head here. So that's the same. Yeah, everybody's the nodding stage. and looking at me. Summer and, stage. Yeah, uh, and uh, it's um, is that summer stage? I don't. That's where they do summer stage. It is. It's they the, do? It's the oh. ball fields there. Oh. That they have the summer okay. stage set up. Yeah. And um, we're playing a little bit after seven, and uh, before us is a group called the Bogman that are uh, playing a little bit, a little after six, and. Uh, yeah, that's it's this Thursday, and uh, we haven't Violent Femmes haven't played here in in a while. I don't think. How long? Um, dare dare I ask? I don't. I, I you've been sitting here, and I could have thought of like <laughs> th- that. You were too um, interested in talking uh, about Gigi Allen. Though. Six right. years of, or or so, oh, wow. really? somewhere okay. thereabouts. Yeah, we we um, just played together again for the first time about three or four months ago. The first time in in I think roughly six, five, six years. Probably. Okay. Wow. Wow. Uh, yeah. So it's uh, and uh, we weren't really uh, planning on it or expecting it. I think uh, I'm still surprised and pleased. It's been it's been fun and uh, it's been. A good time. So we're we're that's we're doing a few a few more. We'll Excellent. see we'll see what happens. But I'm sure yeah, New York is, is thrilled with that. So did this come about because these shows were set up, or or was it just a phone call that came out of nowhere? There was Let's an offer it. to do a show, okay. and our agent uh, contacted us, and we were in all different parts of the world, and we thought maybe we should try to do it. Maybe it's maybe you know. But that was it. It was just something unexpected came up, and we thought let's see if we can we can do this and. Uh, and it's been it's been going well. The music's been sounding good. People have been responding really, really well to it. And uh, excellent. So. Could this could this lead to the studio? It could. It could. Yeah. <laughs> I know you've just come from rehearsal, no, so I guess could, it, it could. depends on uh, what Certainly happens there. Certainly, yeah. it could. Excellent. Oh, Mother Reagan and her crew took away from me and you. She don't go far Doing a, a three-piece or three-piece show, or are you going to expand it? Um, we'll do. We're, we're doing what we've what we've did from a few years ago, and for a number of years, when we were playing, we would have a little bit of an expanded lineup. The focus on three people, but um, we also have another uh, percussionist with us, and then um, and then we'll bring in some other. We've had our our uh, f- 
horn section that uh, could be made up of... Uh, horns of, of Dilemma? Yes, exactly. The Horns <laughs> of Dilemma. Yeah, Isn't yes. that a nice... Oh, yes. Thank you. I left yes. that little... Nice that, I left that, yeah. that left dead air pause yeah. for you to just come yeah. right you in with the Horns eye. of Dilemma. Nice work. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, so we're, we'll have some people doing that, and, and uh, we'll have a little other colors and flavors of cool. some other stuff the, that that's augments what we do there was a gentleman who did all the crazy sounds on the early records will he be joining you do you know what i'm talking about well the horn person well with homemade uh, instruments uh, well there's a cup well are you you're not talking about john zorn oh, i, I don't john think john zorn played on your records. <laughs> are you talking about that, john, john, zorn? john zorn i know john zorn played on your <laughs> first on your second record. second album yeah yeah yeah, yeah which that's not I'm the still, guy i'm thinking of. is john zorn gonna join you I'm, this? I'm still i'm still proud of that yeah. and uh and really happy about that fantastic. and he sounded great on it and uh you should give him a call you know, He's he, probably I, I hear it's his birthday this uh month it's his he's 60th. just turned 60 yeah 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 Again, been, been, yeah uh, yeah, so uh, good health to him and continued music. Um, I'm, I'm here, but, but actually, there's. I could probably I come up with the, there's maybe, yes, and uh, and I can't pull it right now. Yeah, Jim something. <laughs> I don't know. It'll come up. We'll It'll come it. up. I'm here with the Violent Femmes, and this is of course the Two for Tennis show. Um, so you've just come from rehearsal. The vibes are good. I, I is this going to be more shows? Is this? Um, well, Is we the agent working on yeah. more bookings? <laughs> yeah, we got we have a couple of days we're going to be playing in Chicago at Riot Fest in oh, Chicago. Cool. Um, and then we have a few shows in Australia, Falls Festival. So if anybody's listening that happens to be here from Australia well, and going I, back I our, our favorite that. listener Andrew is tuned in right now oh, in Australia yeah? so he'll tell the whole Sydney massive to come oh, Okay, well we we're doing a few so. festivals uh, at the the end of this year and over the new year, great uh, Falls Festival, excellent. You'll catch summertime in Australia. That'll yeah, be fantastic. Right, yep. right. Follow the right. summer around the world. Major so this is obviously one of those things that happens. The word gets out there that you're playing shows, and then some offers start come coming away, in, or people get you know. There's possibilities. Yeah, excellent. Yeah, excellent. Um, you have a new member. You have a new member, Brian here. Yeah. Hello. Brian, will you be so kind as to introduce yourself? Um, Absolutely. How uh, did you come into this fold? Well, I met the Violent Femmes uh, in 2006 playing with Dresden Dolls. Cool. And uh, we were very kindly allowed to come on stage and play a few songs during the set there. And um, last January on a tour through Australia, we met up with Brian Ritchie and did a set of Femmes material at the Monofoma Festival. And this year in April, I got an email inviting me to uh, come down and, and hang out. And, uh, and here we are today. And actually, we, cool. we were in a studio. Back to your original mm. thing, could it lead to the studio? We, we already spent a little time in the Post studio. the 2006 shows. Yeah, okay. yeah just uh, earlier this year. Oh, cool. Yeah. Well, yeah. Quite Isn't that strange yeah. that... I totally forgot about that. Yeah, well, <laughs> find and it those went tapes. and it went really well. Yeah, awesome. It really did. Now you, I know you. you how yeah. could anyone believe me now? Well, but it went really well. I, I just wasn't even thinking you. of it. <laughs> I've been seizing into yeah. the pool of strange. Strange. Just slowly. Are these are these in in the home archive? Or are these things that uh, um could, uh, could see the light of day if uh, more energies put behind well, them? It's uh, could be could see the light sometime. Cool. Excellent. And Brian, you're going to continue to play with other bands as well? or is it 
Well, yeah, that's I mean, a, it's okay. Full time, full time. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Do you uh, mind? Just yeah, yeah. Put, you, you, little, you can. You can yeah. I just wanted to put the pressure on right <laughs> yeah. in front of the man himself. So. That's right. Well, you know, in in mercenary style, yeah. I'm just going for the, yeah. Yeah. the big dollars right now. You know, it's uh, well, Violent Femmes today, and you know, Michael, uh, whoever. Well, it's, it's exciting. <laughs> right. um, you know, absolutely. No, well, I mean, I as a guy named Jim who makes his own instruments has got so much money right now. I think you two would really hit it off. That's right. Well, give me his business card, and we'll hook up the meeting. Well, certainly hope to do a lot of shows next year, if possible, and Excellent. continue on definitely. We're all of us. We we do other other stuff as well, mm. you know. So that's that's perfectly in the plan. I would think that we would just keep doing all kinds of music, but to come together as Violent Femmes in the play. And oh, that's yeah. That's, we have a mayoral spot music. going on outside. We've been uh, election. Oh, uh, the el- yes. Uh, yeah. um, wow. But, uh, uh, Good luck to him. He's in. A, he's. I see. He's found himself a throne. So. He's looking good. A little wave <laughs> uh, to the people. He's but, looking good. <laughs> Excellent. Pierre, you were mentioning some things that. Oh, uh, I was going to dig yeah. deep into the trove. Um, Mercy seat. Do you yeah. remember this project with Zeno sure. and Happenstall? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have that record. I enjoyed that record a lot. Uh, yeah, when's great. the next one coming out? <laughs> well, there is a second one. Is there really? Yeah, recorded oh. around that same time of the middle 80s. Wow. And uh, I'm not even sure now where... Hmm. I was going to say, I'm not sure where where it is or who has a copy. And then I thought, maybe it's me. <laughs> yeah. I think I might. But you anyway, never, yeah, there's a second. It was never released? Never released. Oh, wow. Um, okay. And uh, someday, somebody such as yourself, I've always thought, should be able to hear it. I'd love yeah. to hear it. All right. I'm well, sure there's other people out there who yeah. love to hear it's it. It's got to be a couple handfuls of people, maybe. Let that, the church yeah. roll on. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Anyway, do you want to say a little more about this thing yeah. you're referring to? Oh, yeah. So I'm referring to a record that was made, I, I guess it came out probably 86, 87. Somewhere thereabouts, yeah. And it was a gospel record. It was... The Violent Femmes, right? Or maybe I don't know. Well, if it, it was, was me. the full band. It was no, you, it was but I think me. Brian but Ritchie no, no, was it was no, only okay. it was just me. Oh yeah, it was two other players. I remember now. And uh, yeah, um, Fernando Menendez, right. who I've, uh, plays drums, and he's still in the city and playing drums. Great. And I did some playing with him a, a little while back. And um, a fantastic and then, singer, uh, Pat Moran on mm-hmm. bass. Uh, she, she played the bass, and uh, we right. had and Zena von Happenstall, a lead singer, and it was that kind of a. That was the lineup. It was like a gospel. It was fantastic. It had that Violent Femmes energy craziness, and it was really gospel and really you at the same time. It, had, it was really cool. I loved well, it. That's great. Thank yeah. you. And, 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 and now that I named everybody in the band, hopefully somebody will find one of them and say, I heard somebody talking about you. Well, you know. That would be great. Yeah. We would love that. Good. This is a, the Two for Tennis show here with the Violent Femmes. Guys, we're going to take a quick break. Play a song and then we'll catch up in a few minutes. Two for tennis on East Village Radio. East Village Radio, two for tennis show, back with Gordon and Brian of the Violent Femmes and my good friend Pierre. We've just been talking, um, as you've been listening to Manu Domingo, about French music, and the conversation seems to go back to it. 
there you've played in France quite a bit in the past, and you were discussing singing in other languages. And um, is it, I mean, you sound quite inspired. Are yeah, you, you going to get back it, to the well? Continent? Is it, it, it? It's interesting to me slightly um, that we're just yak 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 talk 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 talk. Now that we're back on, it's like, hmm, you know, I don't know. I don't think I have anything more to say. <laughs> you know? We can repeat it all, but I don't know. Nah, well, how about if even... How about to go back even before we were talking about some of the French stuff that the two people here just realized that they're they're old friends, uh, old friends, Ryan and Pierre, right? Yeah. It's just a fun coincidence that we, uh, our musical past sort of collided. We played shows that were together. I'm an admirer of Brian's other project. That's right. So the, yeah, Mellow we need Main to say the, the name of it. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Dresden Dolls. <laughs> yeah, can't see the right That's right. Yeah, Mellow Main and Dresden Dolls playing shows all over uh, New York and Boston back in the day. A few. We did and our paths right. cross, so it's fun to just run into each other like this. And Absolutely. I'm really excited to, hear, to envision what your drumming sounds with them, it, like with the Violent Femmes. That well, it's a lot of people have asked me. To yeah, me, actually, yeah, a lot really of people cool. have sort of said, "What is the transition like going yeah. from Dresden Dolls to the Femmes?" And it's funny because the Femmes music was such a part of my own right. evolution mm-hmm. that it's a really natural fit. In well, and also Dresden Dolls is a, is a minimal. You know, it's like a two piece, so it's like yeah. the drums are way out there in the music making process which is what's going on with Violent Femmes as well it's a Absolutely. really uh, integral part of the mm-hmm. stuff so the approach is really different and it's kind of interesting not we were talking about this not having the bass drum there as your fundamental thing to lock you in right. but it's been great playing with uh, John Sparrow who plays Cajon in the Femmes and working as a section with him coin operated boy all the other real ones that I destroy can I hold a candle to my new boy But that same kind of like raw energy and, and spontaneity is there, which I loved. I thrive The cajon. Off I don't yes. know this instrument. Does it provide some bottom? <laughs> yes, that's right. It's all about the bottom. It's, like it it's, got some, some it's a big wooden okay. apple box, basically. Oh, okay. And it uh, gives you some thump and some slap in there when you need it. Cool. Where did that inspiration come from? Like all this, you know, when, where did you find the inspiration for these sorts of percussive Different exploits? Ex- um... um I wasn't there when most of this stuff yeah. happened. This yeah. was uh, Brian Ritchie, who's, who's not here mm-hmm. right now, but will be playing on Thursday with us in Central Park and uh, founding member with the group mm-hmm. uh, on the bass. He, at a certain point, started playing an acoustic bass guitar. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, Victor DiLorenzo, the original drummer, had... Um, I don't. I think there was two or three, and there was another friend. I think somebody decided, let's take this uh, metal bushel basket and turn it upside on top of this other drum. And uh, So there was some experimentation of a collaborative nature, is what I recall. Yeah. But I wasn't there, so I don't know exactly how that how it came was together. Was that a pre-Violent Femmes-like lineup or something? What was I th- that? It may have been. Okay. It may have been because they, they were playing with different people. Huh. Um, 
when I started playing with them. Interesting. Um, they they had like a rhythm section thing going where they would join in with other people, and I think maybe some of the instrumentation. I'm, this is, I'm just guessing might have been related to that they had met a street performer, and the, so they were um, sometimes out on the street and playing. And then we ended up doing that for mm-hmm. the first summer that we were we were playing together. Um, but that might have and without plugging anything in or having an amp or, or anything like that it was just very just whatever sound is coming off of what you have with you then that's that's what it is um but yeah i, d- I don't really know i think that some of the 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 f- the sounds of of the group from early on and then how it's uh, that things that we still um have a have a um connect and and promote you know with our music are things which I'll say I don't think I would have done hardly any of it probably mm. myself personally okay. I was writing the songs singing I was probably at that time more conservative in my views except I was willing to try whatever and, and if Brian or Victor are playing something else then okay you know well, let's you try that but I was I was sitting here in New York I was remembering I was just uh, talking about how when I had first come here and visited a brother of mine who lived just a couple blocks from here and uh, when I was living in Wisconsin and as I was 15 years old and I'd come here and uh, my and although I was originally I was born here but then we moved my family moved around Anyway, I was back here when I was 15, and he took me, an older brother, and he took me out to all these clubs, first time to CBs and all these places, and I saw Johnny Thunders and the Heartbreakers. Mm. And that was like it for me. That's some energy. So yeah. that's kind of what I had thought that's I was going to be gonna sounding say. like. <laughs> and right. I recognize it didn't turn out that way. Well, but you were playing an acoustic I'm, I'm guitar happy for and it. playing the hell out of it like yeah. those guys in the club. Yeah, you delivered yeah. the energy. And that's what was that it, yeah. so different from anything else that anyone had heard when that when that happened, in, you know, when the first record came out. You were playing like you were Johnny Thunders, but you guys were all whacking the hell out of yeah, your I acoustic see. instruments. Yeah. That's what made it something completely unexpected and so influential, I think. Now everything's on backing tracks. Skrillex is producing for us. <laughs> yeah. and, you know, it's, yeah. it's in a slightly new direction. Exactly. Yeah. It's three laptops now. So right. come violent, dub, <laughs> violent dubstep. Exactly. <laughs> cool. So you and uh, Pierre was asking a little bit earlier um, off off air, but are you working on? T- I know you're a writer, and you have other writing projects. You do, if you know, if I'm not mistaken, you've done some poetry and things in the past. So you're probably always working, but I'm nodding my head. Does that work on the radio when you just sure. sort of give like visuals yeah. and, it does. and don't it does. say anything? The listeners know me well. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Two for tennis listeners know when when I'm using this serious voice, that the guest is yeah. always agreeing with it. Um, so I, I, I am assuming that you're 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 always working quite a bit. And is this having these shows and um, finding Brian here? Is are you? quite invigorated at the moment have you been writing um what's what's happening because it's always I, I, exciting to be yeah i uh i guess it's uh, it's um some days yes some days no so i don't know how it, that seems like the fairest answer although that's looking around fair, our yeah. little room here that really well, that didn't question. go over well at all no, that's the easier <laughs> question is can we expect some new I mean, stuff no, I guess. Um, that's kind of the question nothing nothing's nothing definite planned mm-hmm. right now but uh things can always change quickly with mm-hmm. that so um yeah i'm always 
always working at stuff. I'm just, I think I could speak all of us, the even the all of us who aren't here, like Brian Ritchie. It's just a, a music's a passion, and uh, it's. You know, sometimes there's gigs, sometimes there's money, mm-hmm. and sometimes there isn't. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't affect at all, I think, for how much any of us put into it and get out of it. You know, of, of just always listening to things and always trying things and always writing things or just improvising things. And just, you know, I think that's just a, just part of how we live our lives. Yeah. Because you told me that the films were very go with the flow kind of operation these days and when the mood and the spirit strikes you roll with it and when things yeah yeah and actually we've always kind of been like that because we never uh the only absolute definite plan that we ever had was uh when we first were playing together in the in the spring of 1981 (laughs) uh, the plan was we were definitely splitting up at the end of the summer Excellent. <laughs> Great plan. That was our only plan, and it didn't work. <laughs> Thank God. Well, yeah, indeed. Um, so anyway, mention again, we're, we're playing uh, Central Park on yes. Thursday. Of course, I should uh, tell our listeners who may have just been tuning in. Of course, I'm here with the Violent Femmes. This is the Two for Tennis show on East Village Radio. Violent Femmes show this Thursday, Central Park, Summer Stage, there's a name for the summer stage. Rumsey Playfield. Playfield. Rumsey Playfield. Yeah. Um, we, after, after this interview, um, I'm going to give you a phone number to call here in the studio. And uh, East Village Radio has a few tickets. Really? To check that out. Mm-hmm. That's, I'm not even going to uh, That's ask impressive. Yeah, I mean, you know what? Oh, you should. That, are this really... It's are you just? Are you lying? I I don't lie. I cannot. <laughs> I'm, I'm contractually <laughs> obliged not to lie. You're not allowed I've to got, lie. Yeah, I've got a producer okay, here. Okay, you He's, would if you could. The look but you're I not get allowed to. <laughs> no, so we, we we have some tickets. Um, you wow. know, we're uh, real movers and shakers here at East Village Radio. Yeah. Okay. Uh, tickets just fall on our laps, but. Um, yeah, we're going to give away some tickets. Um, cool. Maybe maybe there is something you'd like a listener to answer a question. Maybe there's some nugget of trivia. Or um, oh, I think we got Pierre here. Pierre, Pierre's the man you know. with the exactly. nuggets. I'll think about it. I think about. It. I got some nuggets. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for noticing. Yeah, I don't. I don't know what that means, and I don't want to know. Yeah. Um, well. Can we ask more more questions? Well, I think we can. Is can we, you, you can I ask a question that people probably have asked you 50,000 times and I don't know how to ask it without being annoying, but the spiritual component of your songs that it comes up a lot throughout the the discography, throughout your work, where does it come from? What's the influence, the inspiration for it? Well, I'm... I'm, I'm I'm always better at at just individual songs rather than seeing like a wider view of things mm-hmm. and uh, or a longer view of things. Although I would acknowledge there probably is something there. Um, it just uh, I grew up in the church and uh, it's uh, and I uh, I read scripture and um, it's uh, it's a part of my life. So I guess it just makes sense that it comes was out at different times. Was your family in this church? Or was yeah. that background? Mm-hmm. Your yep. father was a preacher yep. or something? Yep. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, seems like the euphoria of belting out stripped down music also is kind of a spiritual uplifting. Well, then we can get into defining terms, you know, yeah. spiritual, you know, what is, how music, is that yeah. defined uh, exactly? Right. You know, so I don't know. True. Uplifting well, of yeah. the spirit. 
maybe okay. uh, rather than spirit. Yeah, and there's also some it straight up religious imagery in a lot of your songs. Yeah, and too. then sometimes sometimes it's it's there's certain like a type of a song, like a gospel song. Mm-hmm. I've had people say that that they have, have sung it in church. I actually a great honor. There was one time that a church was putting together a hymn book and put one of my songs in it, which is just amazing. I'm to gonna me. tell you something. I did uh, that. When I was a kid in high school, I was a song leader at a church. Put one of your songs in the in the songbook. Very so, nice. St. Andrews. Very uh, nice. St. Andrews wow. Bible study. Wow. Costa Mesa, California. Yeah. Okay. I think it was Jesus Walking on the Water or probably that one. That, that was one the one that, that yeah. I know of at one time. Yeah. So now we have a second yeah. one. There you go. Right here. Put you on the wow. Can you still play it? Oh, totally. I can yeah. totally <laughs> play it. Oh, yeah. Well, and uh, he's got a violin. Yeah, I got the fiddle right here. Yeah. I can oh, start to start doing it. So, but some are are types of songs, like something like that, mm-hmm. and then other times, uh, it's a little blend of the, I guess, um, what would be a category of of secular, a category of sacred, and sometimes it's getting blended a little bit or mm-hmm. jumping around a little bit, which I I find uh, enjoyable. Yeah, and the purpose of music is to uplift and bring you somewhere else, anyway. So, it's all it's all related. Here I go again, nodding, not nodding. saying anything. He has a violin, by the way. <laughs> we can hear some music. Well, you know, I don't know if producer Joe has a, a has a setup for that, but they've nah, just come from rehearsal. It's all right. You know, come 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 to Central Park to Central on Thursday Park. and Central hear Park the uh, the amazing violinist. All right. uh, at uh, the place wait, I, which won't be me actually. A friend of mine showing up is amazing violinist. <laughs> but anyway. well, there you go. Oh, okay. Well, who played violin on Good Feeling? I did. You did. Okay. Yeah, cool. yeah. That's a I did, and I and I do. It's nice. Thank you. It's great. Thank you. Love it. That's fantastic. Where the hell did you guys get the marimba from? Oh, I, marimba. Well, yeah, and it's some. I forget now. That it's some special marimba, right? Yeah. Yeah. I don't. There's actually another word for it. It's like a. Oh, it's a hybrid marimba. It's a. It's a xylophone marimba hybrid of some sort, right? A xylophone. Marimba, Zimimba. I don't know. But was that that didn't make its way to the streets and small clubs? Probably. When did that enter? Um, really early on, I think. Uh, I think Brian Ritchie was. So we're talking about this this uh, percussive instrument that's part marimba, part xylophone that is used for the solo in a song called "Gone Daddy Gone." And I think Brian was t- heard him recently saying that he. Was going somewhere and he like saw somebody had it just outside for sale or something. Just Who played it on that track? It. Brian Ritchie. Did Brian? Oh, yeah. yeah, fantastic. And yeah. we we'll, and we do it live. What we've been uh, doing of this time that we've just fairly recently got 
back together is uh, we've been playing the first album um, in order and 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 straight through, oh, which wow. we had never done before, ever, uh, and uh, and we all kind of liked it. And it also, we had independently had that idea, um, and we thought it would be a nice thing to do, and. Uh, and it has been. People have really enjoyed that. So I'm sure we'll probably keep doing that. And then uh, an assortment of other songs right. from other records. But the first album is the one that the m- most people like the most. Um, and so it's been fun to just, just play that straight through. And the, the order, it's certainly at the time... We, you know, and and everybody that's been in groups knows that you used to. I don't know if it's as much anymore, but used to be, you know, you really had to think about what song goes into the next one, and you yeah. might think this is gonna work, and you listen to it, and it doesn't work for Absolutely. some for any numerous reasons. It doesn't work. So, uh, the, there's a nice flow to it, um, and uh, so that's what we've uh, that's what we've been doing. It's, it's funny that you say that because I really think of that record when I hear any song from that record, I immediately hear the next, the next song. Yeah, if it's on too. the radio, I hear the next song in my head that's going to come. I mean, they're so linked. It's such that's a great. group of songs. That's you know, really, really. I also powerful. think of my brother ripping the cassette out of my hand when I was driving up to Utah <laughs> in 1985 and getting into a big fight because he took my Violent Femmes tape oh. and broke it. Ooh, have you uh, but, uh, have you so that's patched things in, up? We've patched things Good. up. And Good. I, I don't know still, you haven't, now, you haven't but, spoke uh, since '85. Yeah, <laughs> no, but and then you know, to a little karmic uh, retribution. Shortly after that, the back window in my mother's car disintegrated. Glass covered him, and I think the bad karma from breaking that cassette tape. Oh, he broke it. He broke it trying to get it out of my head. Oh, oh. So not only do I sing along and enjoy myself listening to that record, I do think of this spirited argument. He brought it on himself. (laughs) Speaking of reconciliations, I wanted to ask a question too. I think about maybe real life individuals that inspired some of the songs. And have you uh, are you in touch with anyone that may have inspired a song from the first record anymore? Have there been oh, any? the first record because yeah. we mentioned a couple other songs that yeah. came later. And no, I have not been in touch with, and those people cannot be gotten in touch with. <laughs> and I kind of don't want to. Really? Talking about, uh, uh, well, <laughs> the anyway. fire is still there. Couple, couple. Uh, Nope. Yes, I'm stopping myself from saying their names. <laughs> oh, Dang, don't stay with uh, nothing I but the dirt here names. tonight, folks. Oh. Oh, okay. So, who are you talking about? Well, I don't know. I thought maybe there was an added-up individual or uh, yeah. some yeah. person that you may have wanted. I to think everybody, everybody that I know, I think has an added-up individual. You, you can't right. listen to added up without having someone. Certainly, it on certainly a kiss off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Those lyrics, those anthems. So, and but 
We have well, our you own. You kind of have a look. Your your faces all look like. Yeah, we're all you, you know. You know. <laughs> you know. Come I, on, just say it. You know. Just say it. That person. You know. That cop. That teacher. Yeah. That mom and dad. That uncle. That so cop. Got wasted wow. on the holidays. You I don't know. I, could, I, I look over here. Yeah, Je- I don't know what these guys are talking about. Producer Joe, I think, has his own ideas. He heard he heard you say that cop, and then his eyes his ears perked up. We're saving it all for the autobiography, people. That's right. Well, guys, I really appreciate you coming down to talk to us. I could talk your ear off forever, but I don't know. You might have plans here in the big city here on. Yeah, night, I think but, it's. Uh, this feels like uh, a nice, a nice time we've had. It's been a really good time. <laughs> yes, has. indeed. Um, so you know, Gordon, Brian, thank you very much. Well, thank thanks you. for having us, Pierre. Thank you. Thank it's you, been really sir. a joy to talk to you guys and hey, looking forward you. to your show. So again, uh, this is the obligatory question that um, you must ask a band these days. Shows will inevitably be added so people can find it on their, you have a website, violentfems.com maybe. I'm assuming. I I, I assume domain. as well. Okay. <laughs> there there is a Violent Femmes website. We've also just started our official Violent Femmes Facebook page. Okay. So everybody jump there, on that. That's where the majority unofficial. of all the um uh, updates are happening. I'm really Absolutely. glad you're here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would have dropped the ball on yeah. that one. Just like, yeah. Yeah. So everybody, everybody go wow. and like official Violent Femmes on Facebook, definitely. We're going to be posting a lot of stuff there. Cool. Great. Excellent. So look for, look for some shows in the future, potential music, maybe an, uh, 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 sort of an unearthed record from the mid-80s. Mercy Seat Volume 2 yep. we're looking Could be. for. Yep. Yeah. You Good can uh, ask Pierre about that. And maybe we'll ask, be in on the inside. Yeah, ask there. Pierre about pretty yeah. much anything. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He'll give you Keep some kind of answer. Yeah, Pierre's going to stick with me for the next hour as well, and he's just going to be here to answer <laughs> Fielding your questions. Questions. Yeah. questions. Things Gordon may have forgotten. Yes, yeah. the things that yeah. I forgot to say yeah. or I was too shy to yeah. say. He'll tell you well, all you about the, the you kiss can off and just, that. Just let it go. Just pop and if they're true. I'm just going to say Just say it. Say it. Make stuff up. Okay. Again, uh, this is a two for ten show on East Village Radio. Violent Femmes playing Thursday at Summer Stage. Definitely check it out. We're going to be giving away tickets here at the top of the hour. It's the top of the hour, but give me a few minutes, um, and then I'll give you a phone number to call um, to win those tickets. But guys, thank you very, very much. It was indeed an honor and very special Absolute to have you here. Thank East you Village Radio. Yeah, thank, you. thank you as well. Good feeling. Won't you stay with me? Just a little longer It always seems like you're leaving When I know the other one Just a little too well Dear lady Won't you stay with me Just a little longer It always seems like you're leaving when I need you here just a little longer La 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 Still, still had such a good time with the Violent Femmes. That was really cool. Um, and thanks again to my man Pierre. Thank you. Excellent, isn't it, Pierre? Yeah. Let's that's hear some Violent Femmes, our special guests. Yeah. Um, we mentioned we, this song was mentioned in an interview. 
Um, it features John Zorn, another mainstay of the New York downtown club art rock, art art jazz. I don't know what do you call it. By the way, have yes, you sir. been to the box? Have you been to his club? That's his thing on C. I have Boy, not. I saw a good show there a couple weeks ago. Um, went to go see. Um, <laughs> this is how good it was. It was that I good. Can't you can't even remember. Uh, it wiped your memory. I know Laurie Anderson played, uh, but Fred Frith. Ah, Fred Frith and Laurie yes. Anderson. So this that, is cool. This brings about. together we're that and and Violent Femmes. This is a song called Black Girls, mentioned in the interview. Not the song itself, but the the, the uh, guest musician with John Zorn. I don't know how. The, I wish I could have asked him how John Zorn ended up on this track because he's all over it and he kills it. It's amazing. Check it out, Black Girls. You want to dedicate it to someone? To you, to my friend. <laughs> oh, I thought you were going to dedicate it to someone else. Anyway, yeah. it's a great song, beautiful sentiment on a hot New York night. Here we go. Thanks to Gordon Gano for writing this and so many other amazing songs, beautiful songs, to define us, to inspire us. And let's hear it. Okay, thank you so much for listening to my rebroadcast of an interview with the Violent Femmes from 2013. Thank you, Michael Messini and East Village Radio. The songs that were heard on this episode were Gone Daddy Gone by the Violent Femmes, followed by Old Mother Reagan by the Violent Femmes, Let Me Ride by the Mercy Seat, Coin Operated Boy by Dresden Dolls, Jesus Walking on the Water by the Violent Femmes, then you heard Baiser en l'air, which is a French version of Kiss Off by the Violent Femmes, translated by me with my project Bad Reputation, where I translated a bunch of my favorite songs into French. So that is Baiser en l'air. And then you heard Good Feeling by Sea Fox, which was another project I was involved in with a beautiful singer named Adrian Mamet, where we did one of our favorite songs, Good Feeling. And right now you are hearing underneath us Black Girls by the Violent Femmes. Please go to the archives on Spotify or on PierreDeGuyon.com or on Apple Music and check out all the previous episodes of Pierre Pressure Podcast. This is episode number 30. We're so happy that you've been along for the ride with us. And please listen, subscribe, leave comments, do all that good stuff. It really helps. Wishing you all peace, democracy, and no fascism in 2024. Au revoir. Au revoir.